Hey listeners, and welcome back to another episode of the Kids Ministry 101 podcast. I love having different friends on the podcast, especially since we have adopted a new work from anywhere approach to work with our team. I don't get to be in the office with a lot of a lot of my friends who I've just really enjoyed chatting over the cubicle wall with and hanging out in the hallway and catching up uh, just as we bump into each other. One of those friends who I have so appreciated is Klista Stortz. Who's our guest today? Hi, Klista. Hello, my friend Chuck. Oh my goodness, it's so fun to see you as we zoom together. I yeah. get to see you, whether the listeners can or not. But you're you're in a new house, new I, new to, new ish. New, I am. Well, yeah. As of, it's still very new to me. It's uh, December, so I still have a couple of boxes. So, but it's been a few months that you've been yeah. in your place, but you yeah. have, I was just admiring the decorations you have behind you <laughs> and uh, you you look like you're just really happy with where you're situated. I am. I'm very, I feel, I am feeling very blessed and now, as is my llama picture in the back of the <laughs> You back have here. a llama behind you. What's the significance of the llama? She was just pretty and she needed to come home with me. Okay. So there's no I, other reason. <laughs> I didn't know if there was some deeper meaning to the no. the, the drama of the llama or the yeah, red pajama. No llama drama here. My mom was not a llama. <laughs> None of that. So. My kids loved, my boys who were my younger of my four, loved the llama llama books. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And so we had many, many an evening reading the same llama llamas over and over I, and over again. I think I might have a llama llama book around here myself. Our favorite was the red pajama. Oh. So I, I highly recommend it. Yeah. It's the green eggs and ham of llama llama books. Of llama llama. <laughs> That's good. My llama llama went to school. So, you know. <laughs> Oh, oh my goodness. The things we talk about. <laughs> Good job, Llama. Way to go, Llama. Well, the, right? the other thing that we were, so you, your home, you guys built. We did. We did. I have never experienced that. We've, you know, we've lived in multiple different homes over the years as we've moved across the country, but we never had the opportunity to actually build it. So let me ask you, as you, now that you've gone through that, is this the first home that you've built or have you done that before? No, it's the first. And, um, I loved it, and but it scared me at the same time. It's in a neighborhood, so like you only have a certain number of things you can choose from and what sure, it's going to sure. look like. But um, there was just that other side of me like, okay, I'm going to choose this brick, and I cannot blame it on anybody. That's exactly it. If it's ugly, it's my fault. With and your floors, your counters, yes. your paint colors. It's like when you move into a home that was somebody else's, you can be like, oh, I love the house, except for that one thing. Right? But, you know, I didn't pick it. Yeah, but, right. But now you did. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so that was a little nerve wracking. And, you know, I, we're not crazy old, but we're, you know, up there. And so there's a, you there's are a part not- of me. You are not old. I'm not all. old. Crazy, maybe. But Crazy. that's a whole different discussion. <laughs> Crazy, definitely. But there is a part of me that thinks, okay, this more than likely will be my forever home. Wow. Okay. And so, you know, I was like, oh, this is going to be like a forever choice of brick and a yeah. forever choice. There's a little pressure, little pressure there. <laughs> a little bit. But we love it. We feel extremely blessed. Have you run into anything yet where you're like, oh, that was the thing? Or no, it's all good. I mean, they're, they're not not anything big, not anything big, you know, little things here and there like, oh, I should have done this carpet or, I, you know, that kind of stuff, but, or paint, but other than that, we're good. 
So we live in an older home. We bought our home. We've been in our house now for about 10 years, but we bought it out of foreclosure from a bank. And so when we bought our home, we had to redo a lot of things. Yeah. We didn't get to build it, but we have been updating it as we go. Yeah. Most of it, we don't have a ton of money to throw at things like that. So most of it are things that I'm doing myself. Which you're amazing. Uh, from a, pretty from a distance is my, plus, is my mantra. <laughs> plus you had to save money because you had a big old wedding that you had to take We did. Of. Oh boy. All right. We could talk forever about all this. But I however, there, I do have, there is, there's a connection. There's a segue like to our topic tonight. Yeah. Cause we had an older so, home too that we had to like update, but we're not handy like you. So that's why we mil- that's why we moved. <laughs> well, I'm I'm really glad that you think that I'm handy. So I appreciate okay. that. So thank you. I'll take that as a compliment. <laughs> All right. So, as with most things in my life, the closer you get, the worse they look. So from a distance, it's like Bette Midler, right? From a say, distance, everything is beautiful. Say. So <laughs> well listen, listeners. We're talking today. One of the great things about Clista is she she just has passion for all things kids ministry. And she's got fantastic experience and insight because she's been there. She's done that. And so everything from a home that you live in, a little office you set up with your llama behind you, Clista <laughs> has, has insight that we all need, including me, about how to do things right. Listen, as we uh, sit here at the beginning of summer... Uh, get, looking forward to fall when everyone is getting ready and anticipating this coming back, there can be a tendency to just go right back to how it always was. And I would propose to all of us that that instead of just going back to the automatic defaults, it's time, like with my house, to redo some things, to update yes. some things, to refresh some things that may be a little, you know, been there, done that stale. Uh, we need some new, we need some new, um, we're going to need some new friends to help us. Definitely. Right, Clista? We, we may have lost some people throughout the last year, 18 months. Yeah. And yeah. this is the time to start thinking about replacing them. Yeah, because, you know, people have taken a step back um, for various and sundry reasons. And, you know, I'll be, I mean, there are going to be some who are like, you know what, it's just easier not to do it anymore. Yeah. And so this is my opportunity to just step away. And um, then there are others who are still a little bit nervous about coming back because of COVID. And, you know, so, yeah, it's a great time to reboot. Yeah, to to reboot, to regroup. And and even, um, you know, we may we we may need to replace some volunteers who we've had for a season. Um, I, I think there's there's something to. And I constantly remind myself about that as we go, you know, through life in general, but also with things like ministry, everything is for a season. Right. And I think that's very biblical. You know, there's a, a time for every purpose under heaven. And so there have been, we can mourn the loss of the old season, mm-hmm. or we can look forward to a new season, which right. may be different, but it could also be good. What I There's a statement out there that I read not too long ago. It's not original with me by any means, but it was like, stop wishing for a better past yeah, and start looking f- to make a better future because you can't change mm-hmm. the past, but you can definitely change the, the path you're going. So I was for like, oh, I like sure. that. For sure. Now, okay. I like the way, I like that you use the word stop and start because that's where I want to start this conversation. So we, cool. we're going to talk about recruitment, right? And so whether you need to re-recruit new people or really just re-engage with some friends who may have been helping you and you've taken a hiatus and it's time to get ready to come back, 
we're going to be talking um, in a lot of places over the next few months uh, through all of our LifeWay Kids channels and outlets about the idea of being ready to reset and go. So ready, reset, go is going to become a new mantra for us as we talk about how to get ready now for what's coming in the fall, because we can't afford to wait. We need to take action today. And so you talked about things to stop doing and things to start doing. Um, over the, the, I, I would like to have you back on another podcast. Let's do this really, really <laughs> soon. And producer Trey can set this up for us to talk about things to start doing. But I today like I'd like to talk about as we go back to recruiting and maybe we've taken a break, there is some, maybe some bad habits that we need to drop to not bring back as we start to recruit again. So we, you were talking about, you've gone gluten-free. Yeah. It stinks. It's not that fun. You're going to feel great. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I absolutely, 100%, I wouldn't go back. As much as I love, you know, donuts and cake and cookies okay. and stuff like donuts. that. Yeah. 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 Oh, there's it's, something it's, about uh, the donut. Ugh. Something about the donut that I miss so much. But I'm going to tell you, I, yeah, I feel 100% better from that being gone. So so most of my family's gluten-free. Just my son and Tate and I are the only ones who are not. So when oh. we're with the rest of the family, you know, we kind of have a little bit of a gluten-free, you know, uh, point of contact. But when it's just the two of us, we go crazy on the gluten. <laughs> yeah, I've seen your out. pizza part. I've seen all oh, your yeah. pizza that's, runs. That's our thing. And we need to make a donut run. But so, okay. So, getting yeah. to the point here today. We, as we get into back into recruiting, there are some things that we need to stop. These are like the bad habits. If you're trying to get healthy, if you're trying to go gluten-free, the first thing to do is to stop the bad things and then to start the good things and to strive for the best things. Absolutely. Over the course of a couple podcasts, I want to talk with you about the things that we start and that we strive for. But today, today, I want to talk about stepping away from the donuts, or in this case, the do-nots. And so, oh, so we have we have today, and I've brought a list that I want to have you talk through this list with me. Okay. I've brought a dozen do nots. See how you like that? So clever. A dozen do nots for recruiting. Okay. And so although we we kind of it's easy to default to the donut, isn't it? When you're, <laughs> you want oh. something to eat and it's a quick fix. Yes. And it's sugary and delicious. <sighs> the best. These are all kind of quick fix things that we yeah. sort of go to really easily mm-hmm. uh, and then but they don't last they don't pay off in the long run right we might regret some of them right a lot of em- <laughs> a lot of empty calories there empty calories no in recruitment yes so okay so with that Costa, let's talk through this little list that i put together and i want to hear your your take on these things okay and chances um, are i've done every one of them <laughs> unfortunately but let's go ahead and talk all right so we have a dozen do nots the the first do not when it comes to recruiting and again these are all things that we kind of fall back on really easily that we've done before and maybe that's why we're so disappointed in our results yeah because we need to we just stop doing some of these things so right learn from my mistakes (laughs) see if learn learn from learn from my mistakes and don't make the same ones i made Absolutely. All right. So the first one, number one, is do not beg. <laughs> Don't beg. Been there. Been there. Done that. Um, so much so that people started to avoid me when they saw me coming down the hallway. <laughs> but um, 
really, honestly, and it, it really did hit me at one point, you know, who wants to be on a team that no one wants to be on? And if, mm. if I'm having to beg someone, they're like, why would I want to come do it? If you're having to beg people to come do it, that's, mm. that's not fun. And begging um, is one of those things where it's just kind of like, you know, you, oh, you please get up front and, and let's not talk about us. It's not you listener, not you. It's other people. Right. When other people recruit this way, it's always easier to, to learn something when I you're thinking about someone else. Did, yeah, yeah, that's I right. Asking a for a friend right? To, who gets up front, you know, and they have that moment of begging where it's just like, please, we just need anybody. Just any three people. It doesn't yeah. matter if you've done this before. We don't care what you smell like. We'll just take any three, <laughs> anybody. That, it's so true. But that begging is really not appealing. It's not attractive. It's just not. It's just not. You really, and, and I won't try to go into what you should do, but I might give a hint here and there. But, you know, you really do need to make it attractive for people to want to come. Otherwise, if, if you're begging, it's just, it's, it's sad. I see it's it a little bit. Sad. It's a little bit like relationships. You know, when you're when you're yeah. trying to get a date, go go yeah. back to those single days and someone is so desperate that they're right. just please, 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 please. Yeah. That's really and not something that draws you to want to spend no. time with that person. And and for the person who's doing the begging, why would you want someone on your team who doesn't want to be there? Yeah. You know? Well, why so would remember, you date that someone that doesn't want to date you back? <laughs> we're going to come back later in another episode, right. and we'll talk about what to do instead. But for now, like we want to cover these things not to do. So, okay, so so okay. cut out the begging. If cut you're approaching begging. this with a begging uh, posture, that is not good. Okay, have number two. Have some self-respect. Where's your respect, people? Right. Number two, ready? We're going to hit okay. a lot of these. These, listen, listener, if one of these does not push your buttons personally, these need to be convicting. These are things we need to step <laughs> away from the do nots. Okay. okay. The next one, Klista, is yes. bribe. So yeah. don't bribe. What is What might that look like? Well, you know, I don't know whether – and I've done this before as well. I mean, I've done it for people to come to training as well mm. as people to actually serve. was like, well, if you will – I will keep, I will do a parent's night out for my, for you, um, for two hours. If you'll come and, and teach on Sunday morning mm -hmm. kind of thing. And, um, and I have done that and I did it for training. It was a nice little gift, you know, but if I have to bribe them, you know, nobody really does it for the rewards. That's the yeah. wrong motive. You don't want somebody coming to teach because of a bribe. You don't want your child, like when we're trying to teach our kids self-discipline, yeah. if you have to continually bribe them to get them to do something, mm -hmm. then they're not really learning the real reason why to do it. And so it's the same thing with, with teachers. If I have to bribe them to get to do it, that's the wrong motive. Yeah. And so don't bribe, step away. Good bribe. word. Good word. That could be an easy thing to eat, even with donuts. We can use donuts yes. to bribe people. Hey, I've done that as well. This. Yeah, I mean, and we all have. So here again, guys, this this is this is aspirational, right? And you may not be able to cut out all these immediately, but these are goals. Hashtag Truth. goals. Bribing is really not going to result in the kind of people that you really ultimately want to have. Exactly. Okay, exactly. next one on the list. Don't pressure. Let's talk about that one a little bit, Clista, because, I mean, begging and bribing both feel like, feel like we're desperate. Right. When we pressure, and I'll put the next one with it, or manipulate. Okay. Manipulate yeah. is number four. Okay. Pressuring and manipulating can be similar. Yeah. Where the first two come across as desperation and weakness, mm -hmm. pressuring and manipulating can come across as being kind of 
really bold or aggressive. Yeah. yeah. And again, who, who wants to work with someone who's going to put that much pressure on you? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I certainly don't. It's, it's very stressful. I think it's stressful for the kids, men leader as well. If you're having to pressure people and you're having to put yourself out there, you know, in a manner that you don't even necessarily like, I don't like that about myself if I have to get to that point. Um, and I think that people start to, they may be serving, but they serve with resentment, a feeling of, I resent having to do this because you put so much pressure on me. Mm -hmm. Again, that's, that's not a good, um, it's not a good atmosphere for kids even. Mm -hmm. And you don't want that. And as far as manipulating go, I, you know, I, and I fell into this one um, a couple of times. So it was that whole thing about if you have a kid in kids ministry, you must serve right. in kids yeah. ministry. Da, 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 da. Okay. Again, some people aren't necessarily meant to work with kids and you mm. ne- don't necessarily want them to work with kids. Now I, I'm fully, I, I fully believe that someone should serve somewhere in the church whether it's greeting people on Sunday mornings or serving in the choir or serving cookies or whatever it is. Yes. But, um, you know, I have gotten away from that whole manipulation of, well, your kids, your kids down here. So you need to be down here helping. Um, try not to do that. It's, it's just not good for anybody. Well, it's that another, resentment is there when you do that. For sure. An obligation, obligation. Yeah. Oh my goodness. When we make, when we, uh, recruit out of obligation. Listen, there. You've been teaching this class for the last five years, and I am counting on you. And you, if you cannot leave me, right? You know, when we oh. when we pressure people or manipulate them in that way, if you leave me, I will quit, and this whole thing is over. Yeah. If you leave, if you don't come back, or if you won't take this, we're going to shut the nursery down. Yeah. There will yeah. be nothing, and that's manipulation in a way that. And I, and I don't know that in our hearts that we truly want to do that to people. Oh, gosh, no. But, oh, my goodness, it can be so easy to even yeah. inadvertently slip into something that feels like manipulation. Right. And that is not good for the long run for our team or for the ministry. Right. Not at all. And, you know, there's another one I think on your list. It's a couple of, a couple down that I saw is guilt. And it guilt trip. Okay, that's another one. Let's, that let's one. add that. That's donut yeah. number five. Do not that's, number five. Is don't guilt, guilt trip. Um, yeah. How, go ahead with that one. Yeah, it's a little bit, I feel like it goes a little bit with the pressure, manipulation, guilty. Um, yes. You know, you put that guilt on them. Again, you're going to have resentment. They're going to feel, they're going to feel guilty. Now, I have talked to people before um, who you can tell they feel guilty. And I'm like, I never want to guilt you into this. But yes. if you feel guilty, decide if it's conviction because of me or if God is convicting you. Yes. So two different things. That's two right. completely different things. And so if it's just because I'm making you feel that way, don't do it. It's you will, you will not be happy. You will not last. The kids will know that you're not excited about being there. You won't want to teach. And so I, I also don't think guilt is a good way to, I think it just, that kind of all goes together. Yeah. And it can be easy. And this is one that I've heard that I've Mm -hmm. experienced personally and seen is to say something like, you know, to in open recruitment uh, to a large group of people, maybe from the platform to say, look, if you if you really care about kids and about ministry, you will volunteer in the kids ministry. And if you don't, the implication is that you don't love Jesus and you don't care for kids. Right. It's a little bit, and I'm probably going to get in trouble. And if, if y'all think I would, then y'all can definitely cut this section out that I'm getting ready to say. (laughs) 
But to me, it's a little bit like those commercials that, that are on late night with the puppy dog eyes that are staring oh, at you yes. and saying, you know, give money to this organization. There's so like a this, Sarah McLaughlin song yes, that's playing. Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> and so that's the impression I get. You see these see these little kids' eyes here. You know, they don't have a teacher. Don't, don't you love know? them? Don't well, you, you like them? kids? Are and you just a mean, awful person? <laughs> and if you don't serve in kids' so, ministry, yeah. yes, you are. Yes, you are. No, not okay. not the way to get people, is it? <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, right, so you, you don't even get a T-shirt. <laughs> what you so want. those six, don't beg, <laughs> don't bribe, don't pressure, don't manipulate, don't guilt trip. I guess that's five. Um, how about this one? Don't assume. Yeah. Don't assume, yeah. especially as we are coming back after a season of oh, you know yes. hiatus. It can be very easy for us to to just avoid or put off a conversation, maybe because we assume somebody's in. Maybe it's a passive way. Uh, don't be passive is another one on the list. Maybe it's a passive way to just kind of if I don't give them the opportunity to leave, <laughs> they won't be bold enough to take the opportunity to leave. Talk to yeah. me about let's not assume because it can be easy to just do that. Oh, yeah. And the other thing, the other problem with that is you might be assuming and all the entire time they're assuming they're not going to come back. <laughs> right. You know, yes. and they're like, well, she never called me. So I'm going to assume that she doesn't need me anymore. Or he doesn't need me anymore. So that and I noticed you've got hinting on there. Hint, assume Don't and hint. being passive. All of those kind of fit together. Um don't assume that that they want to come back, that they can come back. The other part is, and this again goes toward what you should do, but also don't assume that somebody doesn't want to come back. Right. Or don't assume that somebody doesn't want to serve. And so, yeah, don't, don't let that happen to you. You will find yourself unprepared yes. if you assume somebody's coming back and they're not. Then all of a sudden that Sunday morning, you're like, where are all my teachers? Yeah. And yeah, definitely don't want to do that. So yeah, we so assuming gets us in trouble, and we right. we a lot of us have heard the uh, you know what does it mean when we assume? We I can, know. I'm, I'm not going to say it. We won't say it on the podcast, but you fill in the blank. You guys know yeah. it. But the truth is, it puts us in a bad place for everyone. the the um the the solution for that is to communicate. With people. Yeah, but we're not talking about that right now. We're not talking about what you should do. Oh, that's right. So, but don't don't assume and well, don't be don't be passive. Right. Let's and go don't there. Ass, don't assume that um, on the path. Don't taking you know not hinting and and don't be passive. I'm looking around my computer here to see what's on there. But, so yeah, there, let me let me reiterate those three. So we're kind of yeah. in this little triad now of three more right. do nots. Don't hint. Don't assume. And don't be passive. Are kind of three pieces of. Of the same big don't. Yeah. The bear claw in the box. The bear claw in the box. The the other thing about assuming is that, and the the being passive and all that kind of stuff is if you, if you do it that way, if you treat it like a big general kind of thing and just hint that you need people, everybody, everybody thinks that somebody else is going to step up Mm. or that somebody else is better equipped than they are. And then nobody ends up doing it. Yeah. And so that's another part with it is don't don't hint about it. Just be just like you said, communicate, which we're not going to get into. But you have you can't just um, assume that people know that you need help. Well, it can be easy to slip into that. So I could put kind of don't hint and don't be passive really closely together because it can be easy for some of us to just never, ever actually ask 
someone right. to serve. And so we just kind of like, boy, we really, you know, Clista, we really could use mm-hmm. some extra help. You're you're really good at that sort of thing. If if you were, you know, if you were interested, maybe, you know, I don't know. We can just be so passive that we can dance around it. Right. And never make a direct ask. Yeah, like if your husband says, where do you want to get, go to dinner? And you're really in your heart want Italian. But you say, well, I don't. Doesn't matter. Really Whatever you want. Care, you know, and then he goes Chinese. I'm going to go, oh, no, I don't and want Chinese. Like, oh. <laughs> um, wait, wait. You know, that, that happens in your marriage, too? Surely not. <laughs> so, yeah, don't, don't be passive. Don't be passive. Oh, my goodness. Tell him. Just tell him. Okay, so we've got don't beg, don't bribe, do not. I'm going to say do not. Do not beg, do not bribe, do, do not pressure, do not right. manipulate, do not hint, do not guilt trip. Do right. not assume, mm-hmm. do not be passive. Right. All right. Here's another one. Do not compromise. So yes. that goes a little bit, ties a little bit back to the begging where we'll just take any warm body. Oh, gosh, Let's talk yeah. about, Calista, why should we not compromise? Well, don't compromise it because you're not – compromising just yourself you're compromising the kids and and what they learn and the possibly the safety of your kids and the teaching of your kids because if you compromise in who you get in there if you're just picking somebody out of the hallway Mm. um, and you're putting them in a room you don't necessarily know that they're going to follow your curriculum or what their true beliefs are, what they might tell the kids. Do they know anything about kids or are they going to sit them all down for 45 minutes and read scriptures just straight and expect them to learn? So yeah, don't compromise. You're compromising so much when you just do that. So I used to... Go ahead. I, I just remember, you know, especially when I first would start um, serving at a church back in the olden days when we had like the directory with pictures in them. Yeah. You know, you just go through there looking for people like, with smiles oh. and okay, he, he, you know, they look okay. Or she might have potential. She might have, they've got kids. So yeah, they probably, they probably like kids. Let's put them in there. So yeah, don't do that. <laughs> so we really, the and again, we're not talking about what you should do, but the truth, but we're going to just a tiny bit, just a tiny bit, because we make our own rules here. Yeah. We're okay, going to so whet their they, appetite. You don't want to compromise. We really do need to have a high standard, I think Absolutely. is really what the truth is. If any warm body will, will, uh, to fill a slot that you need, it, that is just a, not a good way to go about recruiting for effective ministry. Right. It may get you through the momentary, you know, we, we have to have somebody immediately and it might, it might feel like a solution, but uh, that short-term compromise is going to be something that you will regret later. Yeah. Because I mean, if, if you can get an adult to think along this way, you know, I have been known to say, you're not going to do that with the preacher. Yeah. You're not just going to go pick somebody up out of the hallway and say, Hey, you want to preach today? So no, and that, you know, that's just another teacher for adults, so to speak. And I'm not just going to pull somebody in to do that. I'm going to pull somebody in that I know will do a good job and knows the scripture and, you know, et cetera. So going, going back to the relationship, we've kind of compared this a little bit to being in relationships, to dating or to a marriage. Right. Um, You know, you, there are people who just say, you know, I'll just, I'll find somebody and I can fix those things that are wrong with them. Right. And that can be a way that we might compromise in recruitment. You know, we might right. be like, well, I just give me anybody and I can train them up to be what I need them to be. That doesn't usually work. It doesn't. You're not going to do that in your marriage. 
I mean, you, you're not supposed to. They, they tell yeah. us all the time, don't marry somebody thinking that you're going to fix whatever you don't like about them later because that's you just not get it's not going to happen. It's not a good healthy strategy. It's okay, so here's here's one that's slightly different. So we know whenever we go out to recruit and when we do it in a way that we are holding a standard, we're we're approaching the best in the right way. Right. There will be without a doubt people will say no. Yeah. They will. And when they say no, we can be inclined to take that very personally. And oh, so the gosh, next yeah. the next do not, the next do not is don't take it personally. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about that because I think one of the reasons we're passive and one of the reasons that we bribe and pressure is we want to sort of protect ourselves from being hurt if people say no. Absolutely. Do not take it personally. Um, and I think that's, I think you're exactly right. We do that a lot. Um, as, and I do think that makes us be a little bit um, hesitant to ask people because they're like, I don't want to hurt our friendship. I don't want to hurt this relationship. Um, but you just can't take it personally. People are going through different things at different times in their lives. And someone told me, um, you know, sometimes it's it's not necessarily no. It's just not right now. Yeah. And that helped me. It helped me a lot. And I also have to realize that not everybody is called to kids ministry. Not everybody is called to work with kids. Um, So it has nothing to do with me personally. It has to do with God's calling on their life. God's gifting them for whatever he's got for them. And just because I have a need um, doesn't mean they, they are that person to fill it. So yeah, don't take it personally. And that is very hard to do. And that's, that's really wise. Your, your advice there, that is very wise uh, because it's so easy to feel like it's all about us or oh, it's yeah. about personal. And the truth is with all of these things at the end of the day, if we're getting the wrong people using the wrong – for the wrong reason with the wrong motive, we're yeah. not going to have the right fit. And we are better off to give people the easy out. If they are not called to this and it's Absolutely. not the right fit – Make the offer, let them know that you'd love to have them if they're interested. But boy, if we if we can recruit with confidence yeah. instead of insecurity, it's so much better for us. Absolutely. Okay, I've got two more, two more. Okay. Uh, so do not put it off. So we can be, because oh, yeah. we want to take it personally, because we're afraid to ask directly, it can be very easy to procrastinate with recruitment. <laughs> Yes. So don't put it off. And the, the last one that pairs with this is don't ever stop. Oh, yeah, Let's talk yeah. about those two. Recruitment is really something we should be doing always, not like for, you know, when you listen to the radio, the Christian radio, and there's like the pledge drive week. Yes. The pledge drive week is when you feel guilty and when you feel like you're listening <laughs> yes. to this station and you're not giving. Right. We don't, we don't want this to be like that. It's, it no. needs to be something that's always and that is uh, that we're actively involved in. Right. Um, we have a, we do have a tendency to put it off because it's hard. Anything that's hard, you have a tendency to say, mm, I don't want to, I don't want to mess with that right now. I'll do it later. I'll do it later. And so, yeah, don't put it off. If you are just now getting ready to, to really amp up and get started recruiting for fall, you're running behind. Mm-hmm. You're running behind because you're going to find yourself, you're going to find yourself going back into those do nots, kind of like we do with the diet. If I if I'm really good about yeah. um, having a menu plan ahead, here's yes. what I'm doing for this and this and this, then I'm more likely to stay on that diet. 
um, as opposed to, oh my goodness, what are we going to do for dinner? I don't know. Let's order a pizza. You know, yeah. it's that yes. kind of stuff. And so that's, that's what happens when you put it off. And so if you, if you never stop, um, yeah, don't ever stop because, um, that way you're continually replacing people who need to be replaced and you're, you've, I'm getting into what you should do, but just, just don't ever stop because you are going to find yourself going back and eating donuts. You know, you may be finding a different, you might go for the, the chocolate one with the nuts this time or the <laughs> strawberry one with the sprinkles or, you know, Ooh, that kind those. of stuff. Um, and you might get different people, but you're still using some of those old same tactics. Tactics. Well, we can, we can have that, you know, oh, this is all great. Chuck and Calista, I totally, yes, I'll start tomorrow. And that means, <laughs> right? you know, I'll, I'll start next week. Or I'll I've start, started so many diets that way. Right? I'll start in January. It's too late now. I might as well wait. But we, we yeah. really, we should start right now, no matter yeah. where you are, right? Right. Because you, again, with the diet, you can, you can do great for, you know, several months. And then... All of a sudden, you you go back and you find yourself every bit of that weight's come back on because you've gone back to your old habits. And so, yeah, don't ever stop. You just keep doing it. Uh, let me recap the whole list. Here's your dozen donuts listeners. Ready? They're a little bit out of order from what we talked about. Here they are. A dozen <laughs> do nots for recruiting. Do not beg. Do not bribe. Do not pressure. Do not manipulate. Do not hint. Do not guilt trip. Do not assume, do not compromise, do not put it off, do not take it personally, do not be passive, and do not ever stop. At the end of it all, Klista, I like little acronyms and things. And so the way that I sum it all up, guys, is all of these things are leading with need, our need, and obligation on the person that we're trying mm -hmm. to recruit. And when you put need and obligation, and the, the letters they start with spells out no, N-O. When we recruit with need and obligation, the answer will be no. Ooh, and I like so, that. See? And so ineffective. And so instead, we need to recruit differently. And so next time we talk, we want to talk about instead how to get your yes and how to get the yeses. We need to instead talk about your calling, an exciting opportunity, and a satisfying experience. And that spells out our yes. We'll Look talk about that clever, next time. Look how clever you are. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Good job. I try. Good job. I try. Calista, thank you for being here today. This is such a good conversation. I so appreciate you. Anytime. I'd love it. All right. I'll take you up on that. All Let's right. Do, I love we'll do our next one really soon. All Listeners, right, thank great. you for tuning in as you get ready to, uh, to uh, as you get ready to reset and go for fall. Revisit your tactics on how you approach recruitment so that you can re-engage the people that you need to, to run your ministry. Thank you for listening. We'll see you back again next time for another episode of the Kids Ministry 101 podcast.